Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Are you feeling unsure about when you need to wear a mask, when to stay six feet apart, and when to keep gatherings small? The answer is simple. You need to do all three anytime you're with someone you don't live with, inside or out, even with family and friends. When you wear a mask and spread out and keep gathering small, you're helping slow the spread of COVID-19. Learn more at coronavirus.wa.gov. A message from the state of Washington. Hello, it's your captain, Sid Rain speaking, cat lady extraordinaire. We're back with season four of the Catnips podcast. Do listen to the flight attendant for further instruction. Welcome to the Catnips podcast season four. We are preparing to take flight. If everyone could ensure that their seatbelts are clicked in, safety is our utmost importance. This ride is not appropriate for children, for people with weak hearts or with low self-esteem. I encourage you to place your earbuds in now or you probably will be fired. If everyone could now put their heads between their legs and kiss your ass goodbye, it is time to take flight. We're reimagining the cat lady in 2020. Welcome, welcome to the Catnips Podcast. It is the undeniable most important cat lady in the world. Lexi and I am here tonight with my co-host, my forever co-host. It's your favorite cunt cat, Sid Rain, live from the cunt quadrant. Quadrant. We're here. Say that three times fast. You can do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest with us here tonight. A returner, um, if you will. So who are we talking to tonight? Hi, Spatima, the owner of Charming Manicurist, who I was previously on this show and I introduced my salon spa, located in Marietta, in Metro Atlanta. Um, Well, no, I'm very grateful to have you back, because like... Everybody knows, like, this show is super organic for us. Everything has to be incredibly authentic. Like, so the support that we've been getting from people has been dope. But I don't think people understand how dope Fatima has been to our experience. Like, she makes sure, like, hell, hot water, humidity, that, like, we accomplish our goals. And she's been super down and, like putting in all this great energy, constant great ideas, like the support does not go unnoticed. So we needed her energy again tonight for this dope ass episode because we got a lot of shit to spit. Like, are you ready? Are you like, are you, let's form a semicircle. Like, you know, let's, let's get organized. Cause we about to drop them gems, bitch. So sit, what's our word of the day? Our word of the day is fearless. That's our F word. It's not fuck or fat. It's fearless. Or fearless. 
We never get to be fat. Maybe we'll have to do an episode about fapping. If Gwyneth Paltrow gets to make a show about fapping, we 100% are entitled to a show about fapping. Just stay tuned. Next episode is popping off. So, yes, we are checking our fears. We're examining shit. Is it really a fear? Why don't we want to do X, Y, and Z? And we knocking those out this week because nothing is stopping us in 2020, period. It can't. Can't stop, won't stop. Like, I think it's important that we look at our fears as opportunities for growth because on the other side of us addressing things that are uncomfortable or difficult or we have no experience with, are the things that we're looking for. We find comfort in it. We find experience in it. We find, you know, everything that we're looking for on the other side of us addressing what we're fearful of. So let's really dive into this. But first, let's just, you know, do an energy check. Mm -hmm. So Fatima, what is your Get Money Bunny song of the week? What you popping your P2, sis? I've been listening to that. It's a remake of that song by the Gap Band. That one. That's yes. the I think that is an appropriate song for the yes. end of Mercury Retrograde for the beginning mm-hmm. of my birthday. I think all things considered, that's a wonderful song. Sydney, what the fuck you listening to? Let's hear this plot twist. So I've been listening to, you know, I love my ratchet. What can I say? Uh, I've been listening to Bankroll Freddy. Cost a little money, just drip like this. Oh. Been, <laughs> that's this B-H-I-S. You just switch out the D and the T. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been getting my money to this week. I love that song. I don't know. So, y'all, I've been in, like, a vintage Kanye mode where I've been listening to, like, everything I'm not made me everything I am. Like, y'all know my favorite song forever is Wait Till I Get My Money Right. Like, so I just been kind of, like, in a different universe right now with my music and my energy. So I don't know what you you young whippersnappers have been listening to. Um, I know. What? The youngins listen to a little uh, young young nudie. I have no clue who the fuck that would be. Right? I saw a tweet and it made me feel old. It said That sounds like child pornography. Right? And he's a rapper. It said the 30-year-olds are excited about Migos. And I was like, I am a little excited. Am I, are you dating me? I mean, Migos are a bop, bitch. Right, right. Take off on Pandora's light is one of my favorites. Like, what's the issue? If I had to put up with them motherfuckers making fight night and like they finally came out with stir fry, then like y'all need to get the fuck off my back. You know what I'm saying? This is, I'm not the problem here. You are the problem. I'm not toxic. You're toxic. It's America. Who don't like Miko? Sometimes. I mean, I pop my pussy to him. I'm not like going to go to church. I'm like, what, what do you do? He said, hold on, back up. <laughs> Do you listen to Migos? I mean, not not exclusively. Like, there's songs that I hear and I can, like, be like, okay, that's a good song or whatever. But I'm not seeking, like, no, I'm not listening to them. I'm not listening to them on purpose, but... It's a bop. 
But if it comes bad. on, I'm not hating, right? It's like, if it comes on, I can, you know, listen to it when it's on, but. Right. That was right. me being personally attacked. Okay, no, Cindy, yes, and it's okay. Don't you let them gaslight you. <laughs> that gaslighting? Yes, it is. Because it's making you feel like as a 30-year-old, you're not supposed to like Migos. Yeah, I mean, is, you can't enjoy matter. good music or bad music. And who the fuck are they? And what kind of Kenny G bullshit do they have playing on their mm. vinyl records where they're not even aware of current topics? So you know what? Fuck them. Okay, let's start there. Step number okay. two is play what you want to play. And next is bitch, pop your pee to what your pee want to be popped to. And she will pop. And she will pop if the music okay. is popping. So that's just where we are in life. Pussy gonna pop it, okay? Says the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you did. Exactly. She did say that shit. Mm. Okay. Moving on. Fatima, what kind of cat would you be? Well, I would still be a black leopard. That's the one that's black with the black spot. Yes, black you know, on black on black. black. On black. So yeah, that was, that's what I would be because it's just bottom line. Leopards are fast. They're strong. There's a lot of other, you know, felines that can't outrun them. You know. Right. So who um, gonna beat your ass? Why you looking fly as shit? Exactly. I respect that energy. The black leopard in me sees the black leopard in you, sis. That was slay. Namaste. I love it. I see your black leopard too, Sydney. I was just wondering what kind of cat I feel like. I feel like just a mountain lion. I feel like I'm just a cub, mountain lion cub. (laughs) What kind of mountain, what kind of lion animal do I feel like? I feel like my cat Idris, like my tuxedo cat. Like I just feel really cuddly. I feel extra black coming off of the 29th day of February. And I just want my tummy rubbed. And that's, I'm content. That's it. I expect for people to move stuff out of the way so I can sit down, you know. I feel that's not why I'm, I'm channeling Idris right now. So I'm just gonna ride this energy. Yeah, okay, so let's get back to fear because the whole concept of this episode is to help you identify new ways in which you can address your fear and do something different. I know like in yoga, I'm always talking about the wheel of suffering and how we have these thought processes that we cling to and we identify with and we own and we embody and it fucks us up from being able to do new things because we identify so strongly with that. So like for my interracial dating sisters, if our will of suffering is, I gotta stay in a black community, I gotta stay in a black community. But this fine ass francophone just pulled up and you know, he trying to spend some time, spend some money, but you know, do what they do. You know, are you letting fear stop you from having a good time? Or are you clinging to an identity that may or may not be beneficial to you anymore. Like you get to decide what your thing is, but today we're gonna be going over the types of fears that as women, we have to deal with. 
What you think, Sid? That's real because um, we all have fears and some of our fears are rational, right? So like fear of like safety and wanting to protect ourselves. Like those are fears that, you know, we need to keep living. We need to be able to discriminate between like what's safe and what's unsafe. However, we're talking about fears that are holding us back from something, irrational fears. Fears that we may just need to like sit and think about, be like, do I have this fear or is this like something else I haven't encountered, thought about yet? So like the first thing that jumped out at me right now was the coronavirus because everybody is like, they selling out a face mask for motherfuckers who ain't left the house in two months. Like I do nails and went to the nail supply and couldn't find a disposable mask because they <laughs> sold out of them. And I was like, this is not even what protects you. Right. Like, like, don't don't allow the external. And I'm not saying that this isn't a real threat. What I am saying is you need to manage yourself responsibly instead of being paralyzed with what the media is driving in. Bitch, if you used to drink Corona beers every night before you fell asleep, go buy a damn six pack. Like, it's no need for you to be grumpy because you don't know the difference between Corona and coronavirus. That's not a real fear. So it's like, we just want y'all to be, like Sid said, like, acknowledge real fears, but don't make space for like, the, the narratives that we're making up to keep us paralyzed, you know? If you plan on popping that pussy, you know, in India with Bay, and now you like, no, we can't go because of the coronas. No, girl, face mask, hand sanitizer, condoms, bags are packed, boo. Do what you're supposed to do. And you know, they're only telling you to wear a face mask if you're sick or if you're surrounded by sick people. If you're healthy, they're like, you, you don't need to buy a face mask. Like they're telling people not to wear them because I think seeing the face mask is freaking everybody out, first off. And like, I live in Koreatown, right? So a lot a lot of the the Korean population, they are, they've been wearing face masks all year. <laughs> <laughs> they've, been wearing, they've been wearing a mask during nine to five, you know, all year. So um, not with the shit, whatever the shit is, we are respectfully declining via this face mask. So what we really need to talk about though, is how we can manage compartmentalizing our fears Mm. and owning our feelings. Like where's the healthy balance about this? Fatima, this was something that you put on the table. So I want to see what your, where, where are you coming from? What is your spirit guiding us to say? Well, I mean, I feel like with compartmentalizing, it's really a survival technique. It's like you have to go to work every day, you know, for the most part, kind of put on a smile and appear happy. But you may be really going through something and it's just about understanding like the balance and the time and place. And it's just about like really understanding the balance and knowing the time and a place for you know, when it is to express your emotion, you know, and that's the bottom line, I think. That's real, because like, just because you and your person was arguing this morning does not mean that you get to come to work and fuss at everybody else. So it's like, check that energy. There's a box for that. Now don't get it twisted. We gonna unbox that shit as soon as I get off work. Don't you motherfucking wait on it. 
But, and meanwhile, in between while back at the ranch, we are gonna make sure these checks clear because that's why I'm supposed to be there. Now, I'm supposed to be cussing you out later. So trust me, it's penciled in on my schedule. So what are your <laughs> thoughts? You do have to compartmentalize because you can't just jump into every emotion you're feeling. Mm. And it's not the, it's not the best thing to do. Like some things you really need to be like, okay, like, am I reacting to this wrongly based off of something that I experienced 10 years ago that has nothing to do with this right here? Or like, or is this like really like disrespect? Cause I feel like if you just, if you, if you're just always popping off and like being reactive so fast, you, then you don't, you don't really get to understand what's like actually happening. And like, you know, it's and that and it's okay for like to sit and reflect because you can always come back to stuff like, hey, I, I just wanted to let you know you did have me in fact fucked up earlier. Um <laughs> and now I wanted to talk about it. Right so now. We circle like, back. Yeah. If we could just come back to it, or you know what? I may have had you fucked up. I I don't I, I had feel to like I did. But while we're circling, <laughs> we'll review that as well. You know what? Might as well come from all angles. <laughs> hit, it for, hit it from all sides. Give them the angles. But yeah, you can't, you know, it's but it's nice to sit with things and like dive a little deeper. So like I really um so I feel like a lot of times we have like triggers and things like that. And when it comes to owning our feelings, we're owning our triggers too. Because a lot of times, like, because we don't own that this is my feeling, this feeling doesn't have anything to do with anybody else but me. Like, if you are constantly in that victim status, the other person is going to be catching the weight of something that they didn't start, they ain't in the middle of, and they ain't responsible to finish. So you have to own your figure, your, um, you have to own your feelings, but that means you have to own your triggers too, like... I feel triggered by this because this is an experience I went through. That doesn't mean somebody else has to come and say, oh, I'm sorry, what, you know, how can I fix this? Because ultimately, if they knew better, they would have known better. This isn't their situation to know and or do. You have to be accountable for your growth and what you allow to have an emotional shifting impact in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that requires you to let go of shit that is only a memory now. Like, I think we treat a lot of our memories as though they're still current events because we haven't made space to heal. We haven't made space to forgive them, to forgive ourselves, to forgive circumstances and to find new space to grow and say, I'm gonna try again, I'm gonna learn again. And we take those same triggers and things like that. And when we're on our fear-based thinking, that's how we self-sabotage situations and we fuck up great opportunities. So I want people to understand the snowball effect of everything. It's a trick. It's an, a bad experience. It's an attachment to it. It's a trigger. It's a feeling we need to own. And then you decide how long you want to stay on this pathway or if you want to do something different with yourself. So that's how I feel about that shit. And you know what? That's real. And ultimately, you have to, as a five-year-old told me, Miss Sydney, you have to face your fear. Because as Lexi said, it's only holding you back. And at that point, it's on you, right? It's like, it's on nobody else. You can't be like, oh, well, something, like, these other people are stopping me. Like, no, bitch. You got to look in the mirror. It's only you stopping you. So it's, 
you can you have to deeper. Yeah, what you gonna do? You gonna like you gonna you're gonna stop yourself? Like that's that's how you want to sin? Right. You gotta ask the real question. That's a real ass statement. That's how you want this shit to end? Like it ain't no way we could we could grow from this opportunity. Like you stuck here? Okay. I mean, I gotta honor that if that's what you honoring, but I'm sure you know that you better than that, right? So nobody else told you you heard it here. Breaking fucking news. You enough. You could do it. Period. Period. And, and if you look in the mirror, I mean, I know for me. I've been really saying, to, you know, in those moments where I think you feel um, like it's hard to pick yourself up, you have to say, even when you don't believe it yet, you have to say things like, I am, you know, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. and, and not saying I am not because your brain doesn't hear that the same. Mm -hmm. You have to literally speak over yourself and say, I am. And because you say it, your brain will begin to believe it. And, we, it, and it'll be. We talk all the time about shifting our internal narrative. Thinking better thoughts is how you talk to yourself. What language are you using when you're communicating to yourself? Like, if you're if you the, the first person beating your ass, you're not going to like me. Because I'm not going to spend time helping you stay in the mud if you if you think you ain't shit okay cool well you got these options and you got those options but you gotta hit me up when you want to do differently i can't i'm not gonna want more for you than you want for yourself because i don't listen sid is not gonna cuss me out in 2020 by potential i don't have the energy for it sid gotta use her indoor voice when we talk about potential like so no if you gotta value yourself, which means like Fatima said, you gotta have these conversations with yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. Sit down. You need to have a spot of tea and you be Oprah and you be the guest and y'all motherfuckers work it out. You gotta play both roles. And if you're doing that active self-care work, like looking in the mirror and just like Fatima said, I am great. I am beautiful. I am smart. Like you really have to put forth that effort because you can trick yourself out of stuff just based on. So like the career field I'm in, I was first introduced to it in Savannah, Georgia at Armstrong. <laughs> and I remember taking, I took two out of the three sequence courses. And I remember the second course I was taking, I was like, you know what? This actually makes a lot of sense. Like. It's like a simple like math like like shit like this should be like my career and I remember having like this really weird like fear come all of a sudden like no you can't do this like this is like this is like math and it's like psychology you can't do this like this is gonna be hard and I literally psyched myself out of it really? so for your later's to be to literally be doing the shit yeah. It'd be like that. No bullshit. That's how cosmetology school was for me at 17. I remember like telling the girls in my class, like, I'm just not confident in this. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna make this a profession. Maybe I'm just gonna go and do something else. And that has lit, that one fucking thing has literally carried me my entire life. But that negative self-talk could have taken me away from a career that has been as fulfilling as it has been. So like, like we're sharing our personal stories. Excuse me, check into yourself now and see like, 
what the fuck have I been telling myself about stuff? Am I telling myself I can't be in another relationship or I can't go back to school or I can't afford this or I can't have the house or I can't have Mira Daniel from Insecure? Like, what are you telling yourself you can't have? Because you know what? Now that I realize that Idris Elba was marrying bitches in their early 30s. And listen, his wife isn't a bitch, but my bitterness says that she is. So that's where the fuck we are today. And when I realized that, like, I could have shot my shot because we was me and her graduated the same year. I'm like, oh, no, Lord. Listen, God, you better run me a BB gun. I want one of them old Tommy guns because I'm shooting all my shots now. Like, they either I'm either going I'm either going to luck up or they going to catch blood. It's going to be whatever is meant to be. And so it's like, you just got to do what you're going to do. Because we always talking about what if something goes wrong. But when was the last time you had the conversation about what if everything goes right? What right? And that's actually like, you have to start manifesting what you want to see. Oh, I want, I want, I'm going to have this house. I'm going to have this house and it's going to be decorated so nicely. And I'm going to have a dog and a cat. They're going to be friends. Like whatever. I'm going to be harp. Like whatever. Like. I think I'm going to be playing a harp one day because I feel like this harp keeps showing up. Sydney, I am excited for the day to see you at a harp strumming on that hoe. I really am. I really am. Plant the seed, water that bitch, maybe take a few harp lessons. And like, let's just see how the universe will manifest. It's like, it's like five strings with this big instrument. I think I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to make all them noises. <laughs> so, um, yes. So check this out. Every woman and transgender man gets a cycle. It's inevitable as fuck, right? However. Fatima brought this to our attention and I kind of had this like (gasps) light bulb moment because like I know I've been talking a lot about the um, divine masculine but now with it being springtime it's the season of Esther and Ocean and all of these different feminine energies how are we reconciling our feminine energy like how do we feel about ourselves as women and I think as like the you know media social news and all of this stuff is pointing out is our menstrual conversation is a major like area of improvement that where we can own and like be empowered more like shout out to honeypot like listen black women are making periods more comfortable and more honest and more of a vulnerable experience you know so why don't you what are your thoughts on it Charming manicure is. Yeah, so I feel that um, our cycles are sacred. And I think mm. that our PMS that we experience, like that, I think it's like maybe two days either. It, it, it varies like two days before, um, maybe two days during or two days at the end or after that you'll just feel emotional. Right. And it's like all the things that you've been compartmentalizing for the last couple of weeks are now coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. And um, 
It forces you to deal with them so that they can move through you and be released. Cause I think that's, <laughs> I think that's the bottom. I mean, you know, no, that's the it. bottom line. That's what we were talking about with compartmentalism. It's like you can feel these feelings, but you have to kind of put them away. But your PMS, that period, that time period where you feel Ain't emotional, no yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically like that time of your period where you feel emotional is a, a chance to really feel what you feel and allow it to move through you and then you'll be surprised at how much better you feel now that you've dropped the dead weight how do you feel about that Sid? i i agree i think i think the our period cycle is a really good time to be comfortable being vulnerable a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves um because you know there's a lot of shit going on and it's okay to be vulnerable and really examine like why we respond to things certain times or certain ways um i i feel like i'm just out like i feel like i have one good week of my body being i like i guess that's everybody because then like two weeks before my period comes on i be eating i be wanting to eat so i'm always like oh why why am i eating so bad and i'm judging myself for my bad eating habits and I'm trying to curve them then I'm like oh no my period's coming on that's why mm-hmm. okay that's a period and so now I'm, so now I'm being more aware now I'm like watching my feelings that's how I know my period's coming on for real for real because yeah. my eating habits will start up before my boobs get tender for real I mean and it's like like I remember like as a hairstylist like I stand on my feet the majority of like my day right so I remember like the amount of like shame and just like dismissiveness I had towards my cycle. And it's like, I really had to shift my narrative. Like now, like I try to take off like two to three days of my cycle just to take that time for myself. Like, but throughout history, we haven't been allowed the space to even feel that way. You know what I mean? Like to say, hey, no, it's my cycle. And I just need some time to lay down. You know, like I need to recharge my body. It's not like we're not fucking hemorrhaging blood like you're hemorrhaging blood and that's the various degrees you know so it's like I want us to really like I was really impressed by the emotional connection between our cycles because I don't think I've ever allowed myself to have that space and say hey it's my cycle I need this time like how you feel is valid like nope you can't even hide that that shit ain't cool this week you know what I'm saying like you ain't rocking with it you ain't rocking with it and that's just that's what your body is telling you to honor right now like we're looking for new ways to continue to honor our bodies and you find more places to honor yourself when you get rid of the shame that you have surrounding it. So our PMS, our menstrual cycles, all of these are these sacred spaces that as women we have because of the 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 fruitage that we are allowed to bear. Like whether it's children or creative processes or whatever your your sacral creative energy creates for you, we gotta be able to honor that because that's again, that's where our blessings are. So it's like we need to spend some more time with that. And that's cool. So what's some ways that like you can self-care on yourself so that you can feel less aggressive during that time? 
What y'all be doing? I would say ideally what I'm doing is if I'm being consistent, I'm going to yoga and doing being active like running or going to yoga or whatever you do to be active that's good and like especially if you do that before your period because by the time the cramps start coming um they won't be as bad because you've already been active um and that's something i heard like a while ago also but i do see the difference like when i'm exercising versus when i'm not doing shit um my body feels it so i'll try to do that before um and if I do, cause I, I get the cravings. Like I like Lexi, like I love donuts. Lexi knows I love donuts. So I'll go buy a box of donuts because like I'm sitting and I'm studying and I need to have snacks anyways, but I, I have, I have a donut or two a day, but then I try to be proactive and like, oh, let me get, eat fruits and vegetables and get my sleep. That's also important too, getting your sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, like my cycle self-care is I have to ease up on work because like mentally I cannot handle my typical workload during my cycle. That's just me being honest with y'all. Like, and I, I had to shift my language from saying I feel stupider, like, <laughs> cause I'm not stupid, but it's just my body is doing something different right now than staying in this like logistical entrepreneur mode. Like I have to come into my nurturing space where it's like, this is a time where my energy has to be focused on rebuilding, refreshing, cleansing, detoxing, things like that. So like, you know, when the red curtain lifts, I'm back and you know, I'm back, you know, I'm ready to run the race, you know? So that's my thing is like taking that time to rest, being honest about my workload that week like and if you listen everybody don't have some of the luxuries that Fatima and I have as business owners but like take advantage of what you do have maximize your opportunities you know what I'm saying because some people may have to get take off to take off work we can't do that shit but we can take off one of the days you know we can reschedule midday if we need to you know you know what you gotta do what do you do? Well, um, during my cycle, I mostly focus on trying to eat healthy because I found that, I mean, I still enjoy my cravings now, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I still try to implement healthy eating because I found similar to like with exercise, if you don't eat a certain way during your cycle then you'll the symptoms will be worse like for example mm-hmm. i found out like i love coffee i could drink coffee every day of the week that's you and sis yeah i love coffee but i found out that like too much caffeine um before and during your cycle can really um drain your adrenal gland and then make your cycle symptoms worse oh so with that being said, I was like, okay, well, I could just not drink coffee for a few days, you know, because I need and, them adrenals. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, and just eat more kale because it has iron, and then that way your body is getting what it needs, and you don't feel tired and drained as much. And all that nausea and stuff, you won't have all of that. Like mm. I used to get really. You know how some people would get like a lot of symptoms. I would yeah. have like, and I found that eating a certain way really helps it. I can believe that. Absolutely. I feel like I was recently mm-hmm. having this conversation. The diet that you have, 
leading up to your cycle is 100% going to determine the type of cycle that you have. So it's, but I think it's really interesting because it's like, we have these cravings, but have we explored what these cravings mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, we know we craving ice cream, we know we craving dairy, but are we just craving calcium and vitamin D? Okay, where can you, where else can you find calcium and vitamin D? Like, and even like with me, I'm not a dairy ice cream person. You gonna see me with a burger in one hand and three lemon peppers in the other hand. Like, I'm straight protein, meat, junk food type mm-hmm. person. So it's like, for me, it's like, okay, I know I'm craving beef, but I'm craving the iron from beef. So could I eat more spinach? You know, what, what kind of fruits and veggies are gonna have this type of iron content whereas it's comparable so that I'm not feeling like I'm backsliding on a diet or, you know, not fueling my body the way I should be. But it's like, what is really sitting with what you're doing and being proactive about it so that you can maintain like your best body. You know what I'm saying? And listen, baby girl, if the spirit of double steak burgers is on you and if that monkey ain't coming off your shoulders, ride that shit out. Do what you got to do. But at least one. At least once. But you can't be blaming this on your period on the eighth burger two weeks after your cycle ended. (laughs) So we need to establish boundaries here. Don't try to bullshit nobody else and then blame it on the catnips because I'm... I'm specifically not behind all of that. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. But I definitely want people to make space for like good eating decisions and the stuff that they do love and enjoy because it is comfort food for a reason. Definitely, I was tearing my candy bowl up at work. Definitely, I was tearing my candy bowl up at work. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, and, and it's okay, that's natural. We just got to figure out what our body is really asking for that's not taking 1500 gallons of water to produce you know what i'm saying it's not like contributing to the methane emissions in our atmosphere or whatever and you supposedly need more water when you're on your period mm-hmm. so, i can see that and if you're eating bullshit you should be following it with some water at least to kind of help it digest bullshit <laughs> plus water equals okay That is my my non-credible medical advice. (laughs) Okay. So while we taking off of work for our cycles, what are we watching on TV? Netflix. Listen, Disney Plus came out and was like, oh, we're going to do woo-wop, woo-wop, woo-wop. And Netflix said, okay, bitch. 
I see your nostalgia. I raise you everything, bitch. I'm putting all the money on the table. So I would like to just shout out to Netflix for not having no fear in their heart, not being no hoes up against competition and just like rocking their platform out. Like Netflix is the same motherfuckers that bust up blockbusters. So Disney Plus, don't get beside yourself. Niggas is replaceable. Starting with Love is Blind. Did y'all watch that show? Girl. Oh my God. See, the white man on the face. <laughs> That's a <clears throat> sorry. Twitter. A Twitter joke. It's like 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 when there's a fine white man, they're like, oh, they'll put the Tamara Tamara's face because there was, I guess, some interview where they were interviewing her. And she was like, I can call the white man's whore. And so, you know, black Twitter makes a joke of me. <laughs> So it's understood that WMW means white man's work. I just learned something new. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's what it's You know what? I don't think I'm in the Twitterverse the way that Sid Rain is in the Twitterverse. So make sure that you're following um, us on Twitter. Where where are we on Twitter so we can we can WMWs with OWLs and BBWs and BBCs. <laughs> Out of pocket. Um, I am in cat nigra, nigra, cat nigra. Um, because my previous Twitter was suspended, and bitch, I'm bitch, I'm back. They can't hold me. Okay, took over another one, bitch. Back up in this. I will post it. Actually, I'll post something. I tweeted earlier. I'll post it. I'll be, I'll be talking shit. It's fun, you know. <laughs> But, you know. So, oh, so side note, rabbit hole. Um, after years of deliberation, Sid Rain and I have come to a firm consensus that all of our podcast listeners will be called nippers yes. with two P's. So N I P P E R S. Oh, I thought it was Z at the end. Or I'm I sorry, thought, I'm I sorry. Thought, I was gonna say I thought it was a Z. It sounded like I'm sorry, Z. Listen, Z I'm outnumbered. Z as in It was a Z. <laughs> yeah. I stand corrected. Put the gun down. Kittens, please. God damn. Stop calling me. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Ow. It hurts. <laughs> they fighting while they scrapping it. <laughs> My fight or flight mode is kicking in. Oh no. Um, yes, yeah, so hashtag nippers N I P P E R Z as in on Twitter, especially because that is Sid's favorite place to be. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, we was talking about white man's whores, which I think are lovely women's. I just want to clear my name, and I still want to make sure I manifest in my um. Um, Jackson 5, Nassau King. I am so manifesting that. I was just, you know. Cameron it's is not the nostrils. It's not the nostrils, Sydney. It's the space between the eyebrows. So in season two and three, I gave you guys some really solid intel on how to determine whether a man's penis is, is, is quality. And it's all written on his face. So we're going to revisit this very quickly before we jump into Love is Blind. Because maybe you haven't seen this show yet. And now you could watch it and be like, oh, he got some whack dick. I wouldn't have picked him out the pot. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, sis. You get to decide 
what kind of nose makes you go. So what you want to start with is the space between the eyebrows. The closer the eyebrows are to one another, the assumption is that the shaft of the penis will also be narrow. The wider the space between the arrows, so if you got them 21 Savage eyebrows where his eyebrows just don't even know that there another one exists, that is ideal for a nice generous endowment, okay? So then we want to make space down the bridge of the nose and work our way to the nostrils. And this is where Sid Rain comes in. The space between the nostrils will let you know the potential of growth, of penile growth. And I know we don't do much with potential, but the nostrils don't lie. So at least we know what we're getting ourselves into. So there's going to be multiple arrangements. You're going to have skinny nostrils with skinny eyebrow bridge. You're going to have wide bridge skinny nostrils i don't think i've seen that and i feel like i would be uncomfortable <laughs> if i did i feel like that would be some really whack dick so sis don't act like i didn't help you here um however if you have a skinny nose bridge with an exceptional nostril space that my friend could be a grower and a shower so exactly so I feel like take time, look men in the eyes, and read between the lines because they let you know what that dick about on the first breath in. Okay. Okay. So love is blind. Like yes. we gotta examine his eyebrows. No, no, but that means we gotta examine their brows. So oh nippers. <laughs> <laughs> Nippers, if you're watching Love is Blind, examine those brows and the schnout and the bridge and let us know what you think. Let us weigh in on that penile size, okay? Listen, listen. <laughs> so I'm looking at some images from Instagram and Cameron is a... Oh! Cameron is fine, bruh. He got them green eyes. I'm sorry, I was talking about Carlton. Um shake my head. Now Cameron, yes. Yeah, so okay, listen. So Cameron, listen. So Cameron has the golden rule exception. I've only seen three men in social media history that have had this same quality. Russell Wilson, Sierra um husband, and I don't know what his name is, but Serena Williams' husband, Mr. Williams. He, they both have this look in their eyes, this very drunk, lustful, Shakespearean lust in their eyes that lets you know that they both have suitable dick, excellent Ooh. technique, and the stability to not care how reckless they are. So sis, if you're not trying to get trapped up, I suggest you pay attention to this look. But if you looking to be chosen and you receive this facial expression, we're still we're still in the we still got you know we got some action here. It, it could work here. You know what I'm saying? But it's that lustful look. You ever seen how look, Russell Wilson be looking at Serena? I mean, not Serena at Sierra. He looked like yeah, I'm not pulling out. That's that. That's that, babe. I'm you know, babe. I'm trying to get cut out of the dress. You know, be careful. And he's like, babe. You know, we'll buy another one. You know, I'm it's cool. 
You know, I'm sick of this. You know, I have enough money to buy more dresses. Like, I'm trying to get with you. Like, we need intimacy tonight. Or however they talk. Because I feel like he says intimacy instead of, like, fucking. Um, and that's very classy of him. Like, if that's what we're doing, then yes, I will also have some intimacy. Some relief. Some sexual, some sexual relief. relief. Yes, right. I, too, would like to indulge. Mm. Right. So, um, Cameron on Love is Blind definitely has that. We don't want to ruin the season finales or whatever because Sid hasn't seen it. But pay attention to the eyebrows and the eyelashes. If they not giving you that, that pull-out face, Sid, you don't want it. If they don't look at me, how Serena Williams' husband look at her, I do not want it. Where is the nearest trash receptacle I'm throwing him away. I'm throwing her away. I'm throwing whomever the fuck away. He gonna get her pregnant after like so. Kobe. Who? Serena? R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, Lauren. Yeah. Cameron. It's only a matter of time. In six months. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting show. Love is Blind. Netflix basically has this love experiment where women and men go into pods where they can't see each other but they talk to all of each other it's like feed dating but you can't really see each other and you can spend like I think it seems like they spend like an hour or so with them I've seen that the yes. circle yes. yeah no 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 this is another show called oh, Love is Blind speed dating it's something like that no the show is called Love is Blind and like Sid said they meet in a pod then you have to propose to the person that you choose and then y'all go on vacation this is what my question is so the way the show is set up these people meet after they propose so you meet your fiance at first sight right and then they go on this vacation to mexico and some of them have sex on the first night some of them don't right what are your thoughts on first night busting it open what are the stipulations in which it's appropriate and which is not well I mean I think that's defined individually however (laughs) but I do think that at the same time if you plan on if you meet someone and you plan on like being serious with them it's like, you may, you know, it's like, what's your intention in this person? Because with some people, it's cool, you know, and some people, you know, it might not be. So on it's, the, it's based on, it's an individual basis. I think. So on the show, the way they had it was like, some of the couples, they was definitely like, bustituting. And then right. some people was like, um, let's not forget I don't really fucking know you. Because it was less than six weeks between yeah. the whole like from meeting to marriage. Okay. So it's like Oh, so it was like first night, first night. I'm thinking like First no, so like the first person, the first time you met this person, okay. they were already you had already talked to them through this wall and proposed to them and like told them you loved them and had this vulnerable emotional experience yeah, so with they've them. Been talking. Yes. Okay, so that's so it ain't like handshake, yeah, here's my pussy. Yeah. It's like you my you my you my Netflix fiance. So <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so you're supposed to, so we, so technically this is okay. But like, in real IRL, 
you're still a fucking stranger. Well, okay, so yeah, so that's why I think some of the, I mean, which I don't want to say I, I understand because like at that point you you're engaged, right? So like this is your whole fiance, and yes, in the real world at this time, and of course this is this weird experiment, right? But in the real world right? by this time. If this was your fiance, y'all y'all would have been fucking right, unless you were one of the like super Christiany couples or whatever. But like in the real world, you you would have already been fucking at this point. But I do understand because you haven't met each other. But it's interesting because I feel like like you're doing one thing and not the other. So you decided to marry someone without seeing them or not knowing them. But but fucking ain't okay. We'd be fucking like. Right. No, I agree because I feel like, if, well, if you'd be willing to marry this person, I mean, hey, you signing up to fuck, you know. You signing up for them wifely see. duties, you know what I I'm mean, saying? Hopefully you don't I get mean, a divorce. But I mean, and of course, if there is like a natural chemistry and y'all have already been talking and there's, you know, chemistry then I can see why two people would be like ready when they first meet each other face to face, especially if they're like actually attracted. Now it would be one thing, it's just like, damn, this is who I've been talking to. You right, know, right. We now had that different. on the show. Right. That was on there too. Now that's different. But like, okay, so let's take this to real life. Let's let's get in the IRL. Like, so mm-hmm. I think but in my opinion, the people we're carrying to the show is the shame of like, this isn't what you're supposed to do when you first meet somebody. Our culture, right. despite how often we do it, like y'all do it, um, it's still like one of those things where it's like shame and insecurity still attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this just a piece of pussy or is this like, it's just like, is this a really dope spiritual connection and we can avoid it this? Like, what is this a one night stand? This a what's that happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas? Like, what is this? And that's because we have so much attachment on the function of sex and not just the enjoyment of sex sometimes. Ooh, that's real. Which leads me to this Gwyneth Paltrow show, The Goop Lab. So, Gwyneth Paltrow goes and makes this whole show based upon, like, doesn't she have, like, a magazine company or something? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I know she was in a movie, but other than that, <laughs> I really, well, well, what was she in? See, I don't really even fully know. Gwyneth Paltrow was in, like, she was in all the Iron Man movies, so she was in yeah, part yeah. of the Marvel that, movies. That's right, like, yeah. I'm not a movie and I feel like, like I she feel was you. in other stuff, but I don't think I saw it. But what we do know is that Gwyneth Paltrow is on Netflix. So let's, let's stick to, what we know. to what we know. Right. Back, with, back to the ranch, but the, y'all. But back the, to the show, ranch. right. The show Goop Lab. Right. right. So Fatima always gives me a list of shows that she's like, I know you don't want to watch this, but you should watch it anyway. And this was one of the ones that like she made me pick. And I was like, okay, this is a winner. And it's because of one specific episode. And I know, Sid Rain, you haven't seen it. I encourage you to see it, and we're gonna revisit this conversation. I am, I'm in anticipation of it. So, in this episode, we talked about it talked about sexuality and a woman's vulva, and they had this 
lady on there who ran like workshops of helping women like create orgasms and like really explore their vulvas and really like substantially differentiated between a vagina and a vulva because when you get in head that's not the vagina they're not eating the vagina they're eating the vulva vulva <laughs> just what i thought of oh my god <laughs> it's a whole plant. And you know, it has that little pink thing. It has like the like the petals. Bitch, I'm gonna post a picture. Sydney is making a bulbasaur is a play on the Pokemon Bulbasaur plant oh. animal from oh. Japanese anime. And this bitch has turned the pussy into a Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Pokemon character talking about and it's a plant too like listen don't follow Sid off that cliff no girl they, no they, 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 let me grab let me grab your ankles before you I'm like I'm like okay I can see how she's I'm like that's a clever play on words okay <laughs> that's cute they, 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 I'm trying to catch all the followers in 2020 um any rule so they have like a whole masturbation conversation and they flash like bulbas all across the screen and it was it was not the content that i was anticipating but i learned something um and what it taught me is one not enough women are orgasming on purpose two it taught me that we need to actively make our self-care a routine including our vaginas and vulvas you know what i'm saying like i know like even like the religion i grew up in like there's a lot of shame about masturbation but how are you going to communicate how you need to touch the first time my my clitoris is satisfied should not be from someone who hasn't seen my clitoris before i had this pussy for all the years i've been alive and i don't know what to do with it like shame on you Get in there, find you a mirror, and learn how to pop. You know, learn how to pop that pee. Like, you have to learn how to experience your body. So I thought the show was really, really interesting amongst other things that I may or may not have connected to. But I know for, like, one of the big things on that episode was, like, the conversation about masturbation. And, like, shout out to Carmen D, Mind Your Own Womb. But like the topic of a woman's reproductive health and intimacy is, is becoming a movement now. So it's like, um, yeah, shout out to Carmen D. That was an incredible episode. Thank you. Was an episode, right? you so it's like, I just, I want to leave you guys with this. What is in your Pornhub search is for you. 
and it's only for you. <laughs> don't let anybody shame you. And don't let yourself shame yourself about what you searched for. Now, just make sure that you have your private screen up right. to protect your IP, you know, from to catch a predator. Because, listen, them Subway sandwiches ain't been the same since. Jared Fogel. But I'm going to Who? Don't talk to minors. It's a good way to avoid the... Try not to sex traffic minors. <laughs> Definitely going to strongly encourage that. Um... But yeah, so just like shifting your narrative about how you feel about your own sexual intimacy and your own pleasure, like it's your pleasure. You're the one that needs to get off. It is nothing worse in this world to have somebody masturbating on you. Because when you're not getting your pleasure out of sex, you are effectively a tool to somebody else's pleasure. And I'm sorry, that's some bullshit. I'm not falling for the okie doke. So. Yeah, and I, fap, fap away. Fap is another word I learned from Black Twitter. to masturbate. Um, and if you don't know, like if, you, if you've never dove into that, I would suggest a vibrating vibrator, like, that stimulates <laughs> the cliff. Um, I would I would try that, and then I feel like you'd have a better idea of what to tell your partner. I mean, I, like what I've heard from men after I have <laughs> I have used a vibrator was one dude was like, "Well, <laughs> well, uh, does it mean it's gonna be hard for like a normal guy because it's like going up against batteries? Like I feel like they're intimidating." They are. But that's what because they drink too much dark liquor and they have ED. <laughs> Which is not your fault, sis. So don't take the blame for that. That's him. He um, needs to detox. He needs to eat some vegetables. His limp dick is not your responsibility. Exactly. And, and work out. And, and work uh, out. Rebuild your reservoir. And I just want to say, I want to add to that. Ladies, we need to start holding these men accountable for keeping mm. their hands and feet together as well mm. because they mouths together yeah but all the they pressures cheat. that are placed on us to be together we need like how we have to have everything together mm -hmm. i think it's time that we hold men to that standard as well because we both do the same things in a day we both work and take care of our, our living space beyonce watched so, up yeah so so I look at it like this, like that's a reflect how we groom ourselves and spend that intimate time as how we want to present ourselves as women is a reflection of the love we have for ourselves. And so, and we know how wonderful it feels post grooming where it's like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> I exfoliated all these different feelings, right? It's a reflection of how he feels about himself too. You know what I'm saying? If you got if you got doodoo like crudded up along the ass crack, like sir, that's how you feel about yourself. Please wash your ass. What you stink? Please wash and groom your ass. Manscape, landscape, get a lawnmower, like do whatever the fuck you're supposed to do so that you can love on yourself. Because let's be clear, you're a carrier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let the church say amen. 
Okay. And you know what else? Men love to make videos about what women should be doing. Women do this. Women do that. They love making them videos. I no lie, but this week I saw one from Stevie J that popped up on Shade Room, and I saw one on Twitter from Trick Daddy. And like niggas who need to be worrying about their kids or like their health are always focused on oh I don't like lace fronts. Oh I don't like that. Bitch, I want to ask you. So why they so worried about us? They need to go wash their ass. And you know what? So this is the thing. Cause yes, y'all need to 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 wash y'all ass. But in the spirit of manifesting and being intentional and conquering fears, how we attract our partners before we have sex plays a major role in how they ass crack on look. So like <laughs> I was having a con uh, a confidential conversation with like an amazing person and we were talking about the fact that like I, I had a conversation with them and I was like I challenge you to upgrade the language that you're using to attract the type of sex you want so if you like yeah I want to get fucked then you gonna get fucked now if you looking like me and Fatima said for some sexual release you know what I'm saying for some intimacy you know what I'm saying? For you know, I'm looking for that that connection. I'm craving this sensual pleasure. I'm a, I'm literally setting myself up to catch my orgasm. I feel like I'm mm. I feel like I'm at the the catcher's thing with baseball, and I have the appropriate gear on, and it's like a home run coming right towards me. Like I feel like I'm creating the space where I'm going to get the satisfaction I desire. And that way, it's like, you could be like, your ass crack seemed cruddy. Hmm. This isn't what I thought of when I thought about sexual release. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're not a good groomer. Or you have an <laughs> awful oral hygiene program. I don't feel like this is what I had meant. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it helps you to kind of weed out what isn't going to be empowering to you. Because, yes, we can get everything we ask for. But I want you guys to experience life asking for exactly and too much of what you deserve. Not just enough. Not just a little what you deserve. We ain't going for civil rights. We're going for full, equal, (laughs) orgasmic rights up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I offer that to you. So that you can get the orgasms that you ultimately want. I don't want you to have no no Rick to scale 1.2 orgasm. I'm trying to blow the lid off this hoe. So I, I wish that for you, sis. I'm sharing that magnetic energy with you. I want this abundance to spread throughout your legs <laughs> until you reach <laughs> where you need to be. So that's where I'm at. Yes, and you you gotta ask for what you need. Ask for what you need, and if your fear is like, oh, well, what what if, what if he says no? Then, bitch, you don't need to be fucking him. If he and says no, he, he's not the one. There are other men who would love to go down. No, never. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no is the most offensive word I could hear during sex. You might as well kick me out the house. You just told me to get the fuck out and you don't ever want to see me again. 
Because that's what I heard when you said no. You told me I could go jump off a bridge and die tonight when you told me no. Or fuck your friend. (laughs) 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 You basically just gave me your homeboy number. Right. You said you liaisoned me popping that pee for him. I didn't want to, but she was like, go ahead, girl. You told me like, to fuck your sister. You ah! told me to do that. I didn't, I wasn't going to do that. You told me to do that. You're toxic. <laughs> you hear that? My future. LOL. What's <sighs> for real? Ask for head. Ask for what you need. Demand it. Snap your fingers and point that motherfucker out. Smash his head down. Don't forget the do-rag maneuver. So if they're wearing a do-rag, you can unravel it and secure it around your wrist and use it as a harness to draw him further into the vulva if we're going to use the terminology correctly. Like he has to be wearing a do rag in order for that to work. Right? Boy, I would have a drawer full of them motherfuckers. Just <laughs> 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 nigga, what kind of colors you like? You you got on a blue shirt. You gonna we gonna do a monochromatic look. Right, Come on right. in here. You know, one now. You know, you said this y'all pussy. What you want to see happen? Period. Don't. I feel like I'm yelling. Am I yelling? No, I'm not, not yelling. yelling. It's not we're just <laughs> right. I'm just passionate about people getting the love that they deserve. So, because you deserve it. Because flat out, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta finish watching Love Is Blind. I'm really excited. I, have, I think I'm like two or three more episodes away. Yeah, Check it. I think I watched the first episode now that y'all describe what it is. I, I kind of seen it, but I didn't see who ends up with who. So we're going to revisit this conversation after y'all finish the show. Because I finished it and the shit gets wild. It gets oh wild. As it typically does in the catnips cunt layers. So I want you guys to stay more engaged with us than Netflix. Because fuck them. And um, where can you find us at, Sid? Man, you can find us damn near everywhere. Um, Of course, for start off, you can find us on our website, catnipspodcast.com. Check out our merch. Check out our rolling table. (laughs) Like, we got a lot of cute stuff up there. Check out our mugs. Um, You're welcome. And then you can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, it's so, you can, we, we tune in. Box. Um, we have so many platforms, and you can mm-hmm. always catch up with our bullshit on the cat nips with a Z as in on Instagram and Facebook. We are like the loudest crew in the USA. We two live crew, just the two of us. Um, also, fuck with us. Check out Purred Out Yoga. 
Thank you, Fatima, for making sure that we had such an amazing inaugural session. Um, I really am truly deep-heartedly excited for our West Coast division to get amplified. So, listen, I'm on pins and needles with y'all niggas. It's about to pop off. Congratulations to Sid Rain. Um, we have so many dope opportunities to connect with you guys so you need to be subscribed to our website you need to be following us on instagram because it's not my responsibility to tell you individually it's your responsibility to stand and know so we gave you where we are go do the things come back and listen to the next episode um i want to 100 from the bottom of my little green grinch heart thank fatima a piece of Fatima, the charming manicurist for her just, her overwhelming support, man. That shit made my heart grow three times too big every time I get a chance to interact with her. So where can we find you at? What? How can we interact with you and spend money with you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram or at my website, charmingmanicurist.com. I too sell merch. You know, I've got my scrubs and cuticle oils and custom press on nails. Um, and yeah, come check your girl out. And thank you guys for having me on again. You, you are know, nice. it's always a party, you know. We had fun at the New Year's party. We just yes. always party. Fatima bring you know. the party. Like she got you this know. cool, chill energy, but like she be with the shit. She be ready for the turn up. She got the entrepreneurship heart. Like she's been a gem to us. Like oh, I'm you. I'm very grateful for you. The Black Panther in me 100% sees the Black Panther in you. I have not forgotten about knighting you as a real nigga. It is in route. Like I, I left my sword at home, but um, <laughs> it's fun. You still have to come <laughs> Right, we'll talk about that later. We'll check out every single episode out, especially the first time we had Fatima. We check out season two episode with your pussy where we talked about conjuring oprah being on her bullshit and all the other stuff that makes us the boss pussies in the world so i love you sid i know you love me i I love love you and i hope y'all realize like we be predicting the future like the simpsons because we did predict two chains running from air and we did predict oprah being a hoe like we did all like we already talked about this So if you were tuning in, you would have you would have seen it coming. So we have over three plus seasons worth of content to help you get on top of your shit. Cause like we said from day one, you ain't gotta get ready if you stay ready. So preparation is key. I am in this kind of weird mega church zen phase. And like, I'm just going to carry it out. Let's just see what happens. So I'm about to ride out. I enjoyed you guys more than you will ever understand. And your favorite cat lady is done for tonight. Listen, put a bucket in it and fuck it. Let it go. Put it in a bucket and fuck it. Cat lady's out. Yes. Wow. We will now be landing this plane. You are safe to remove your earphones and return to normal society. Oh, feral pussy coming soon.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com.